Hello, hello, let's go. We are Vikings fans. We're eight and one. We're built for this. We just beat the Buffalo Bills. And we're about to spit some hot takes. Are you ready, Eric? I am so ready. Are there any teams with a better record than in the NFL than the Minnesota Vikings right now? There are not. There are not. We're, we're over halfway through the season. We can say that. Who would have thought? So, yes, let's get going and talk some hot takes. What's your take? Let's go a Viking on Viking Hot Takes. The fan's already going. Well, hold so on. welcome. Let me address to the my fast point. moving Minnesota Vikings talk show, Viking Hot Takes. We've got six questions, 20 minutes, and the fans with the answers in the comments after the game of the century. Eric, <laughs> are you ready? I, I, after Sunday, I am ready for anything because like, there's nothing left. That's it. So, yeah, let's go. Let's do the first question. Hold on. Hit. Um, okay. Oh, okay. I want to address Michael. He asked any word on Mary. Mary is still mm-hmm. in the hospital um, as of last night. I have not talked to her today. We wish her our best. She has COVID. And uh, mm-hmm. with her age, it is, it's hitting her hard. So keep her in your, prayer, your prayers, if you believe. Prayers we're sending up our, for Mary. We're sending our best, Mary. You're one of our favorites uh, every week. It's great to see. So we hope to have you back in the chat soon. And I will pop off and start the clock. All right. All right. Eric, six questions. Let's start with number one. The Vikings are eight and one. They're at the top of the NFL. There is literally nowhere to go but down from here. (laughs) Are you ready? For the rest of the season, I, read the read your question. What you actually asked me: Are you ready to get hurt again? Are I, you ready I, to get hurt again? Of course I am. I'm a Vikings fan. I'm still here after all these years. I've been through all, you know four, five, six NFC Championship losses in my life. I can't keep track now. I think it's five, but it's it's yeah. Why not? This is fun. I, I, like again, the eight and one. There's a ton of season to go. It could go a hundred different ways. Sunday's game went a hundred different ways, but. Right as of right now, why not? This is great. This is we're, it's it's almost house money already. Like we're at the point. This is a first year coach, first year GM. We are going to kind of try to build, rebuild on the fly. Remember, the, like that was the pre, you know like what's I thought the ceiling for this team was like eleven and six tops, and that obviously has risen. Like the, the Vikings keep winning these games, and the, the regression you know that that's been happening. You know the, the, all these stats are like okay, the Vikings can't just keep you know it's it's like the. Uh, the Breaking Bad meme. He can't keep getting away with this, you know, that, that gif with Jesse. But they do keep getting away with it. They keep on winning. And now when you go into Buffalo, as crazy and wild and as many times the Vikings could have lost that game, being down 17 points, they came in to one of the best teams uh, stadiums in the NFL, still the Super Bowl favorites. If you if they, they have the best odds to win the Super Bowl after that game, the Buffalo Bills, they went in there and won. Uh, and wild and crazy and uh, sometimes impressive, sometimes horrifying fashion. You have to take them serious now, and that and that's fun. And yes, 
we are also Vikings fans. It might end up terrible. It might go down the toilet. It might get we might get kicked in the groin for the fifteenth straight time in the NFC Championship game. But man, if they get there, like if they make a playoff run, I yeah, that's good. Good. Yeah, let's let's go for it. Why why not get hurt again? That's sports. You're supposed to get your hopes up. You're supposed to be excited eight and one at a crazy thirty three to thirty overtime victory. It with the greatest catch probably ever made. That is really really fun. So yes, I am more than ready to get hurt again. And it's uh, this season again. I wrote a couple weeks ago before the Commanders game. Even it's like enjoy this season. This is fun. This is what sports are all about. And if it ends up getting hurt, well then we can just chalk it up to being Vikings fans again. But enjoy the ride while it's while. If you can't enjoy the good parts now, why why stick stick around for the bad parts? Yeah, I I hear you, and I'm about to say a lot of things that are going to sound very scary if you're superstitious about Vikings football. But for someone who thought we were going to go eight and nine, we're already eight and one. It's just like what what does getting hurt even look like if they go three and five down the stretch? They still end up at eleven and six. And if they make NFC North champs in Kevin O'Connell's first year, in Quasia Dofamensa's first year, literally worst case scenario is we found our GM and our head coach for the next decade. That's what it's looking like right now. And we have a shot at the one seed. So am I going to get hurt if we don't get the one seed? No. Am I going to, am I going to be hurt if they, don't win the NFC North. That that might hurt a lot. That might that hurt a bit. Hurt. That one might hurt. But, but there's literally a, a a less than a ten percent chance of that happening. So I'm ready to get hurt again. I hope y'all are too. I love it. This is again. This is fun. If you can't ha- be having fun right now at eight and one, I don't. You probably shouldn't be cheering for the Vikings. Yeah. Okay. My first question for you. We are. I already alluded to it a couple times. You know my opinion on it. Was that the craziest regular season game you have ever watched on Sunday? Oh, you know, there are so many. This question makes you want to go back and try to think about other crazy games. I don't want to do that. I just want to think about this game. Our good friend, Matt Anderson, he told me before the game, he was there in person. He told me that it was going to be like the Rams-Vikings game from 2018, that was a game that I was at, and that game was a 38-30 to win for the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday Night Football. It's a fantastic game to be at, and it doesn't even come close to what we saw Vikings versus Bills this last Sunday. I mean, there are so many, so many things about this game that we don't, we, we don't even talk about, like, like the fact that Christian Derrissaw got injured and Blake Brandle came in and was not the fact that Andrew Booth was literally getting his first snaps of the season going against Stefan Diggs, Mm -hmm. who was traded. And we got Justin Jefferson who went up and posterized Dane Jackson, who was also in that trade. And I'm still talking in the same, (laughs) it's all, it's all connected. Just crazy. Have you have brothers going against each other? Everybody is forgetting that it started snowing for 45 minutes during mm-hmm. that game. There's just all these things that go beyond the Josh Allen drama, the Justin Jefferson catch of the century, the 
the the fumble in the end zone. It was the craziest regular season game. It was crazy. Right. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. And like the Minneapolis Miracle obviously had higher stakes and it's nearly impossible mm-hmm. to beat that singular play as far as that goes. Because that, that's that, that's in playoffs, that's do or die. What the winning team goes on, the losing team goes home. The only way that could have been any bigger is if it was in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. If it was later in the playoffs. That singular play. But you could do like a book on the last two minutes in overtime of that game. Like you could seriously yeah. like write all all the yeah. subplots. Like we, I mean, we we haven't talked about uh, Delvin Cook's long run that got him kind of back into the game. Like that was that's an afterthought. That might that might not crack the top fifteen plays. Like a seventy plus yard touchdown run might not even get there. I mean, we have backup corners. Uh, we got Duke Shelley making a huge play in the end zone. Um, yeah, like you talked about Brit, Blake Randall. This, I mean, you know the it's uh, the old uh, if you've seen the old uh, SNL sketch Duke with uh, Stefan. Uh, the, this this game has everything that uh, the uh, <laughs> that character, uh, but it really did have just about everything. All the subplots. Stefan Diggs's catch was like one of the catches of the year until it wasn't even the catch of his own game and and, yeah. and the own trade he was involved in. Like that's how nuts it was. Um, it like and it there and there were two there was two interceptions by each quarterback like that were <laughs> both of them were pretty bad and very bad interceptions. Like yep. Like it was, it was really, it it was such an incredible game. I still like, we are 48 hours removed from that game plus, And I'd still like am in disbelief that I watched it. I mean, there were, <laughs> thank goodness my wife, she tried to take a video of me and I promised that I was going to post it on Twitter, but she did the whole backwards thing where you are supposed to, she pressed stop at when she was supposed to press start and all that stuff. But I, there, I made some very unnatural noises watching that on television at home on Sunday. So it, it it's an amazing game. And like, that's, um, man, if that makes a difference in the seating or, you know, any part of the, the postseason and uh, hopefully a, a long postseason run, we, this is it. We're going to look up back on that game for, for years, regardless of how the season turns out. I mean, we're going to be like, Oh, you remember yeah. that game in Buffalo? Like it was that wild. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's go to the next question. Eric is, yeah, we just talked about that long touchdown. Is Dalvin cook worth his contract? Well, I think we discussed this a little bit right after the big extension, didn't we? I think we had a show Mm -hmm. on it and we basically both kind of agreed. It's like, even the day he signed it, it was like, no, just at the, (laughs) because of the position he, he, plays and he wasn't worth it it's a lot of money to pay a running back even a very good running back and i think that and i i, I haven't changed my opinion on that and i think mm-hmm. overall this season delvin cook has been he hasn't been a you know a buster just a complete like he's been on the field that's been great like he hasn't been yeah. hurt that's been the yeah. biggest part of his career so far he has been available that is huge and so he's but i think overall after you know the fact that he's been on the field is great so it's not dis- as disappointing as other seasons but I think it's been slightly disappointing. Like his numbers, his his burst isn't quite there. I don't know how mm-hmm. many times a week we kind of see that. Oh, he almost broke it and got tripped up by the ankles. You know, like it, it, like he's he's really close to breaking him. He just hasn't had. You know, of course, then he does break the the long one that gets him back in the game. And we aren't talking about the the crazy wild comeback and finish if Delvin Cook doesn't have that long run um, late in the third quarter. But yeah, again, like I, it's it, it's it wasn't probably worth it. In, when he signed it, we, we kind of knew it, but we really liked Alvin Cook. And my opinion really hasn't changed since that day he signed it. I still really liked Alvin Cook. 
I think he's great. Like, I think he's a very good running back. He's a very, still a very important part of this offense. But yeah, mm-hmm. like if you're looking at it overall, the, this team is going to have as, as good as the vibes are and everything here. There's going to be some veteran decisions that have to be made in the 2023 season. We'll worry about that when we get there. But that's, you know, that this contract is part of why the Vikings are going to have to make some tougher decisions next year with uh, older players. Yeah, I, I think the general take still is in effect when it comes to running back, when it comes to Dalvin Cook. But he's making that decision harder. Every time he gets on that field, and I just uh, I'm being distracted by all the spam we've got in the chat right now. That's how popular <laughs> Flip, Flip and Eric are getting right now. Thank you, Dave. Um, but... But Dalvin Cook also, you know, with all he's he's on the field, number one, he's healthy. That could change during the second half of the season. He's coming up clutch like that game. You have to ask yourself, where are we without Dalvin Cook? That 81 yard run was huge. It was right when everybody was starting to criticize him for looking washed. Um, But they're not going to Alex Madison and all these games are close. So they're going with their RB1. That clearly is Dalvin Cook. You got to remember, he basically iced that Miami game as well, which was another huge long run for us. And, you know, I'm not going to say he's worth fit, what, a $15 million cap hit that he's got next year. But we are getting the best version of Dalvin Cook. That is for sure. Yeah, and again, I don't want it to to skew. We are we we stand Delvin Cook in this podcast. It's just it's what it's it's what running backs are worth these days. So just just to clarify on that. All right, yeah. my second question for you: the bigger surprise this season is it Kirk Cousins or Patrick Peterson? Well, it's certainly not Kirk Cousins. I really? I'm not surprised by anything that Kirk Cousins is doing okay. this season. He is got a great wide receiver and he's maximizing him. And we've seen Kirk cousins do that throughout his career. Um, the interceptions are just, you know, take the good with the bad, which you have to do with Kirk Kirk cousins. His mobility is nice. He has slightly better pocket presence, but I mean, even Kevin O'Connell, when he's asked about, you know, the, that fourth and 18 play, it's it's ninety percent Justin Jefferson and it's ten percent Kirk Cousins and the ten percent him talking to Kirk Cousins is Kevin O'Connell telling Kirk, "Look, you just need to throw it to Justin Jefferson on this play," you know. So so it it I think several quarterbacks could be doing what Kirk is this year. Patrick Peterson is a pure Renaissance man this season with just. We didn't think we were going to have a legit CB1. And Patrick Peterson, without the speed, is basically controlling, you know, containing wide receiver one. They're still, he's not lining up, he's not shadowing them. But opposing quarterbacks pay every time they throw at Patrick Peterson's directions. With path deflections, with, with interceptions, his recognition of the quarterback and of the play is helping the entire team. And he's, he's leveling up the entire defensive secondary. So it's Patrick Peterson for me. It's an absolute pleasure to have him back on the team. And we didn't think he was always going to be here during the off season. Right. And 
Like, I am going to give Patrick Peterson his flowers. Like, if you haven't seen the All Things Covered podcast where he breaks down, basically, like, he knew both interceptions were coming. The first one was so great in the end zone, he basically just forces his guy out of bounds, knows, and then he goes and looks for work. And meanwhile, Josh Allen is scrambling right, has no idea Peterson is just abandoning his guy because he can. The guy can't come back in and be the first guy to touch it. Picks it off. Huge play. The one in overtime, he he's yeah. he broke down. He's like, I knew what kind of route he was going to run. He's telling guys on the other sideline like what he's gonna uh, gonna be doing. Like uh, it's he is he is such a great combination of just experience and smarts. I mean, he is he's that just quintessential crafty veteran. That said, yeah. I still think Kirk Cousins is a little more surprising. You give him credit for. I mean, first of all, the the stuff on the plane. Just the off the field stuff. Like he's a person now. He's fun. Kirk Cousins is fun. The Kirko chain stuff that makes a difference. I'm serious. Like I mean, he's he's a human being. Like he's not a football robot anymore. He's not saying in the press conferences like, well, you know, this is a I broke this down and this I didn't want to take a risk here. He's he's chucking it up at least. Again, you got to give credit to KOC. They're they're letting Kirk mm-hmm. like just. He can go ahead and make mistakes because after that second interception uh, against Buffalo, we have seen that before in games, and Kirk Cousins absolutely craters the remainder of the game. Yeah, like I, yeah, he shuts th- it we down. have seen we have seen him like okay, now he's checking down. He is he's you know going way back on the 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 uh, Luke Braun chaos scale. He's going all the way to beta. You know, Kirk, you know, like he yep. still went after it. Like I think that that deserves some credit because that has been surprising me. And he's not the, the Ron Burgundy reading whatever the defense gives him anymore. He's taking some more risks. So I, I got to give him credit for that. And and shout out to like not just O'Connell. Like I think the Patrick Petersons and the Zadarius Smiths are kind of getting Kirk out of his shell, and that makes a difference to players. It really does. Like it, it in the locker room stuff. Like he's not just yeah. the, the the dorky dad anymore, and we still kind of is but like he's he's leaning into the 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 fun stuff and this locker room man like it it really seems to make a difference like they aren't playing scared they're all playing for each other and i think that counts for something yeah and and we don't say kirk buggins that's not something we say on the show sorry sorry michael harrington kirk we're going to the next question we're going to the next question eric my last question which nfc wildcard team scares you the most well, I think the probably if the you know if the season ended today, kind of those things. If they ended today, mm-hmm. the Vikings mm-hmm. would be hosting the San Francisco 49ers. and I think that probably out of the the potential wild card teams, uh, probably would be the worst matchup for them. Like they're they're a tough tough mm-hmm. defense. They run the ball like crazy, and if unless they can force Jimmy G into some mistakes, I I am not you know. Jimmy G just basically steers a ship and the rest of the talent around that team uh, can drive it. So like, that'd be one of those, if the, the Niners get up 10, nothing, you know, even as much as the Vikings have come back, that'd be a really tough matchup. So I think right now, I personally think the 49ers are going to overtake the Seahawks and win the NFC West. I think the okay. Rams are out of the, the equation. The Cardinals aren't going to do probably much, but I, so I think of the remaining teams, like the, I think we're going to learn a lot on Sunday because I think the the Cowboys are definitely in that mix. The crazy thing is like the Cowboys, you know, they're a good team. They they blew it last week against Green Bay. They could have definitely ended Green Bay season. They kept them around. Thanks thanks guys. But uh like they're in third place in their division. So they're probably going to be a wild card team. Um but th- we'll see how much of a, a a difficult matchup there. But as of right now, I still think it's the Niners. Yeah, I think that's fair. I will say, you know, we 
still have the other wild card teams on the schedule. So we're playing the New York Giants and we're playing yep. the Dallas Cowboys, you know, this Sunday. The thing for me with the 49ers, uh, my answer is the Cowboys. The thing for okay. me is the 49ers is I don't think they've beat anybody. I'm so, if you, if people are going to say that to the 7 and 1 Vikings, then you're damn sure I'm going to say it about the 5 and 4 San Francisco 49ers with wins over who? Wins over the the, the Rams. Do anything for you? <laughs> the Rams. No, the Chargers do nothing. I know, nothing, I know, I know. nothing for me. The Carolina Panthers and they beat the Rams twice. No. I'm not afraid of San Francisco yet. And if they do overtake Seattle, fine, you know, but no, I, I, it's the Dallas Cowboys for me. Yeah, it, it, it could be. A, uh, uh, well, speaking of the, the Dallas Cowboys, shall yeah. we go to my final question? Because we got a minute. Well. Do the Vikings keep the win streak going against those Dallas Cowboys this Sunday? I like how you phrase this question. I think this is an important game because we are playing an NFC team, not an AFC team. Those matters more for the standings, especially when we're tied at 8-1. and one. But number yeah. two, that was a big-time emotional game. It was a long game. A lot of injuries popped up. That feels like a playoff game. That feels like a home game playoff game and you need to have the emotional fortitude to refocus yourself after the big win in Buffalo and come play another legit team in Dallas. Do they get in done? I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm not going to bet against this team right now. Vikings 28 Cowboys 17. I love it. Yep. And I'm worried for two reasons. Christian Derrissaw, if he's still out against that Cowboys pass rush. And yep. the last time we had a really huge, crazy game that involved Stefan Diggs, there was kind of a huge letdown uh, the following week against the NFC team. So I'll still pick the Vikings to win, but the, the warning signs are there. Let's go back. Let's go back okay. to Philadelphia. Let's go back. Just like Chris just, Boyd was just saying. Just bury those Twitter. ghosts. I mean, this is a team that lost by double digits to the Commanders at home in a prime time game. Technically double digits. That last play was... Can you imagine if Kirk Cousins was in that situation? Give me a break. the week nine game looks a lot better. Oh, you had to you, you had to struggle with the commanders. It's like, well, yeah, at least they won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were playing at their house. Exactly. So we gotta get there though. Dallas is next. Eric, I didn't Still did, a I, tough did you fight. give you a, did you give your score prediction? Uh, I haven't given a score prediction. I might save that for an article later. Right now I'll I'll say the Vikings by about three or four. And I mean Dallas okay. is favored. That that's that's odd. Does Vegas know more than we do? Just saying, no, I, I'm keep it going. Keep the good vibes yeah. flying. Donnie, it's always great to see you, my man. Dave, tell him what's next. What's next is we have Vikings happy hour tomorrow night. We have Ryan and Matt with special guest Ben Gosling. Great. Great. He's going to be joining. Fun. I do believe also that will get Miles there joining the crew as well. So it will be a full house, and it'll be some epic talk 
continuing about the Buffalo game and to look forward to what he thinks about the season so far. Then, of course, we have a CTP special on Thursday night where we'll be talking with a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. He's one of us only for them. And that should be a good interview. You watched him last year, Mr. Billy Kramer. He's going to be telling you about the Cowboys. Then Saturday, you got myself and Darren, the two old bloggers. We'll break down the game. And then Sunday, you can join us again afterwards in the final two minutes like you did last Sunday for the Buffalo game. And we got bonus show because we got to sit through that overtime. Wasn't it great, Flip? Hey, we had a great time. Thank you to the fans for tuning into that show. We got so many views, so many new subscribers. So happy to have y'all, especially because for half of that show, it was just the background. Flip was a ghost. (laughs) So we appreciate y'all. We got to figure out, Dave, you got to have like a cartoon cut out of me to put in the chair. I could could do that. (laughs) I can't do that. But it's fun to hear you yell from the other room, especially when you were behind us. Well, and and of course for that show, Matt was in the stadium. He was holding up his phone and we were seeing it, right? Even before the the live broadcast, we were seeing some of the results. And it was just... And then we'd get mass reaction, and he'd be yelling and screaming. And we're like, what, what? And we'd see it on the TV, not, you know, five, ten seconds later, and we're screaming. And then about 30 seconds later, you'd hear Flip yell from his living room as he saw it. It was wonderful. We had a great time. It was awesome. And it was it was our most viewed show ever. We set a record on that, and we appreciate that. You guys. You make it all worth it. You are our community, uh, and we can't we can't appreciate you enough. You guys yeah. rock, and 100%. we want to keep it that way. We want to grow it. So, all right, y'all. Well, till next time. What do we say? Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, The Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found. And to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. Skull, everybody. Skull, everybody.